This article is sponsored by Pacific BioControl, a trusted leader in pheromone mating disruption and a top choice for your navel orange worm management. Urban farmers find unique ways to remain profitable. Farming operations in urban centers provide unique opportunities for community farm-centered gathering by Kathy Coatney, contributing writer. Urban farming is more than just producing food. It also includes agritourism, producing projects and activities on the farm. Urban farming is becoming more popular because it focuses on sustainability, affordability, health, and convenience. Stacy Givens, owner, farmer, and chef of Side Yard Farm and Kitchen, has a one-acre farm in Northeast Portland, Oregon. She feels strongly that urban farms are important because of their accessibility. Quote, we're near bus lines, we're really easy to get to, and we host a lot of schools, end quote, Givens said, from grade school to college to culinary schools. Givens' ground is farmed from the end of February to November. She and her crew work long hours and take a break in the winter to regroup and rebuild the soils. Quote, we interplant and do intensive farming practices, Givens said, and what she gets out of her small plot of land is the equivalent of two to three acres. Quote, when we're planting lettuce, we're plopping in Cipollini onions or Japanese leeks in between, end quote, Givens said, adding it's all planted very close together. Quote, we host a lot of events out here, end quote, Givens said, and they are a main revenue stream. Some of the events from the farm include Lost Table Grief Group, Yoga on the Farm, Comedy Night, Farm Brunch, and Bike In Movie Night. Bike-in movie night is popular, with about 120 attendees, and outside vendors are invited to participate, Givens said. One of Givens' favorite events is the Lost Table Grief Group, started after her father died nine years ago. The group meets monthly, and it has grown from 5 to 300 to 400 people, but each session is limited to 25 people. Attendees bring a dish to share that is usually a favor that their loved one enjoyed. Quote, We just eat and we cry, and we laugh, and share our grief, which is really beautiful, end quote, Givens said. Community-sponsored agriculture. With the COVID-19 outbreak and shutdown, Givens saw many of her restaurant customers disappear, so in response, she immediately ramped up her CSAs and started an online farm store that's been doing extremely well. Quote, we just pivoted really fast, and we have an online store which we sell all of our produce, end quote, Given said. There is a full produce menu online from lettuce mix to radishes to turnips that are continually updated. Farmer Chef boxes are created depending on what's available that week. There are also value-added items made on the farm, including salad dressings, jams, and canned vegetables. Some of Givens' favorite vendors in Portland are highlighted with a variety of items to choose from. Givens recently purchased her farm from a loan from USDA. She reached out to USDA 18 months ago about buying the one-acre property that has no house on site that she'd been farming for more than a decade. They turned down her application because the property is zoned residential, but Givens kept applying and getting turned down. Quote, I thought I'd never be able to buy it, Givens said. Givens persisted and finally reached out to her congressman an advocate for urban farming and local food. The congressman made some calls, and after a few months, she reapplied and was granted a loan. Quote, 
I'm the first urban farm in the nation to ever get a loan that is residentially zoned to buy an urban farm, which is pretty cool, end quote, Givens said. Quote, our goal is to preserve the land because Portland's changing so much, end quote, Givens said, adding many urban farms have closed because the landlords have decided to develop the property into condos. Quote, I wanted this for future generations to come. It will never be developed, and that's the deal I made with my landlord as well. It will always be a farm, end quote, Givens said. The Urban Homestead Anais Derveas is the co-owner of Urban Homestead, a family farm in Pasadena, California. Derveas said her family turned their front yard into edible plants in the late 80s. Quote, if an acre is a dollar, we're farming on 10 cents, end quote, Derveas said. Quote, when we moved here in 85, our neighbors had chickens running around. They had corn growing in their front yard, so we took out the lawn and started growing food, end quote, Derveas said. Quote, we did worry what the city of Pasadena would think because, oh no, we're growing food, and we didn't have a lawn. Actually, it's been a really wonderful relationship with the city, end quote, Derveas said, adding the city now pays residents to remove lawn and put in food or native plants. When the restaurant and catering clientele completely dried up due to COVID-19, the farm box programs and CSAs tripled in size, Derveas said. Quote, now we're doing more farm boxes, so we're trying to see how we can bring back in the restaurant and catering clientele, just slowly, end quote, Derveas said. With the shutdown, Derveas missed their busiest, most lucrative season, which is spring, Mother's Day, graduations, weddings, events where edible flowers and all the nice little accoutrements that go along with catering platters, she said. Quote, that was a wash this year, end quote, Derveas said. Urban Homestead also canceled all their workshops and tours on the farm that included their popular Elements of the Homestead Tour that features farm production, growing soil, animals, energy outposts, and water conservation. The tours were monthly and open to the public. Scouts and students came through on an almost weekly basis. Quote, Everybody wants to see how we do it, and we would also go out and teach at the local library and interact with the community too, through off-site workshops. End quote, Derveas said. Urban farming challenges. There are challenges to growing in an urban setting. Quote, we're dealing with close proximity of things. It's not really open space. We have our neighbors as trees, our house shade, actually things that grow too well, end quote, Derveas said. And as the shadow circle expands, it limits what can be grown in a small space. Quote, it's ever changing. Things grow well, things don't grow well. End quote, Derveas said. It's a challenge to stay on top of things farming in a small space. Agritopia is a homestead that morphed into a thriving village centered around an urban farm in Gilbert, Arizona. The original farm was converted from desert in 1927, according to Joe Johnston, self-titled, quote, visionary of the community. Johnston's father bought the farm in 1960 and raised cotton, wheat, and other row crops. The Agritopia community started in 2000, which includes the farm, a residential park, school, assisted living, community garden, Joe's Farm Grill, and a group of businesses. Out of the 160 acres, 12 acres are farmed organically in row crops, community gardens, and orchards, citrus, date palms, olives, and peaches. The climate in Gilbert allows crops to be grown year-round. Quote, Arizona has got a fantastic climate, end quote, Johnston said. 
The farm grows about 80 different crops that go into spring mix that goes to the restaurant and the orange juice that is fresh squeezed from the orchard, CSA customers, farm store, and about five different restaurants. Farm to Table While some restaurants completely center their menu around the produce of the day, Joe's Farm Grill maintains a consistent menu, which means they only use a percentage of produce from the farm, and it varies over time. Quote, Certain things were able to run almost eight months of supply from here, the farm, and other things, they're just short windows, end quote, Johnston said. Quote, for example, onions are harvested in May, and then maybe there's a two or three month window where we can use those, end quote, Johnston said, adding he tries to use as much as he can that's in season within the confines of the menus that he creates. Joe's Farm Grill opened in 2006, and the restaurant was doing well, then it was featured on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, or DDD. DDD first aired about 12 years ago, and at that time the restaurant was on a nice growth curve. Being on DDD really catapulted it into solid profitability, Johnston said. On the 10-year anniversary of that airing, the show did a DDD Nation where it came back and revisited the restaurant to see how they were doing. DDD is the gift that keeps on giving, Johnston said. Johnston estimates about 10% of its customers are vacationers. Many will mention they saw the restaurant on DDD. There's also a lot of people who do specialty travel and visit the DDD locations in the Phoenix area, Johnston said. Johnston said Agritopia does its CSA a little differently. Quote, it's almost like going to the grocery store. The sign says you take two of these, take three of these, so they assemble their own box, end quote, Johnston said. Half shares are available for couples, and there are add-ons like eggs and bread. A friend provides the eggs they sell, and a local vendor provides the bread. Agritopia also has, quote, you pick citrus and peach orchards. All the lower fruit in the orchards is you picked, and the upper sections of the trees are harvested by workers for the restaurant and CSAs. The farm manager is planting a tomato you pick section. Tomatoes are a good opportunity because they grow low to the ground, Johnston said. The farm harvests during the week, Johnson said, quote, but on weekends, we'll do you pick, end quote. Quote, for us, as farmers, it's great because we don't have to then have harvesting labor because they're doing it, end quote, Johnson said. This article is sponsored by Pacific Biocontrol, a trusted leader in pheromone mating disruption and a top choice for your navel orange worm management.